0: Skin and Sass, the podcast talking all things skin to the side of sass. Proudly brought to you by KGA Body. Last week on Skin and Sass. (laughs) If you and I started a cult, what (laughs) kind of cult would it be?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um... (laughs) i don't know like
0: what are we wearing like what do we do what are we forcing our followers
1: to do what are we well we're forcing our followers to use active skincare obviously
0: (laughs) and kelly's going you know you don't need an eye cream if you're using high quality products but i use three different eye creams
1: So there you go. There's a use for Kylie's skin. It's a
0: very expensive (laughs) use for Kylie's skin.
1: (laughs) Well, it's here. I've got to use it for something. Well,
0: that's true. That's
1: true. Been using it for hand cream up to now. (laughs) As Chloe Kardashian would
0: say, not using that shit on my face. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode nine of Skin and Sass, which is called The Body App. Ooh. Yeah.
1: Can't get Um, clearer than that.
0: Yes. (laughs) And I'm Andy Paulson. I have with me, of course, the beautiful Kelly George. Hey, Kelly.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome.
0: Yeah, welcome. So I'm really excited, especially because we haven't talked about our beautiful sponsor KGA Body for a little while. True. So I think I'd like to talk a little bit about KGA Body because it's a fabulous product range. Not just because you made it and not just because they sponsored us, but it <laughs> deserves a chat because it's an amazing line. Um, so we're going to have a chat about all things body today. Yeah. Uh, before we get to that, um, do you have a quick chat about the week? How's your but, week?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, look, we've, we're out of lockdown, so not that I'm Yay! rubbing that in anyone's face, but it is uh, nice. And it's sorry. funny, you know, we were, we were in lockdown for five weeks and... It, it just goes past in like you don't even realize that five weeks has passed and the next minute mm. you're back. And I know you've been in it for much longer, so it's a different situation. Mm. But there's something about the groundhog dayness of lockdown that when you're out of it, yeah. it's almost like I can't believe that that was that much time. Like I felt the same last year when we were, you know, we were closed for 10 weeks. And then by the time mm. you get back, you're like, how did 10 weeks pass in that amount of time? It's just craziness.
0: Yeah. I feel a bit the same way with Sydney. Like I think at the beginning it was a bit of a novelty for the first week or so. Yeah. And we had school holidays and then school went back and the homeschooling started. And I think that was when the harsh reality of lockdown really hit, the homeschooling. For, sure. um,
1: for most people.
0: Yeah. And then the novelty wore off and it was hard. What about Celeb, Celeb
1: Goss? Goss. <laughs> uh, So Jennifer Aniston has a hair care line, which I think no one in the world is shocked yeah. by.
0: No, I'm not shocked. I just think she's been a hair, hair
1: icon since the 90s, right?
0: Yes. Remember <laughs> when we used to go to the hairdresser and ask for the Jennifer Aniston haircut? Or
1: well, for the Rachel? Yeah. For the
0: Rachel. Yeah, that was right. It used to be called the Rachel, and it was yeah. like the layers, you know, around mm-hmm. the face. Um
1: excessive layers really like
0: yes like sort of like like a waterfall of layers yeah because layering today
1: is kind of uh it's blended and it's subtle back in the day it was like (laughs) yeah this
0: is really like like a ladder of layers along the side of your face right but it really was a look for her sleek straight and it was you know the very much the um you know when they blow-dry your hair and inwards, under? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> curled in?
1: <laughs> yeah. So I I think that there's there's no shock to anyone in the world that Jennifer Aniston has a hair care line. Mm. Apparently it's all natural. Um, it'd be interesting to know if that's what she does use herself because, I mean, her hair is in mm. very good condition. It is. Um, so, yeah, Yeah, you know, she's
0: genetically knows? blessed, but I always wonder with people like that where there's never a bad photo of their hair. Like, have yeah. you... If you another example of that is somebody like Gwen Stefani, you will never yep. see Gwen Stefani with regrowth ever. No. Like does she just sit there like
1: does someone come week? every week?
0: Like I don't know. Like they have to.
1: You'd have yeah. to come every week.
0: Every like it's white blonde, right? So you just yeah, it's just every yeah. every week.
1: Um, <laughs> and so the next bit of celeb Goss that I wanted to talk mm. about, which is an a bit of an obscure one because it's not anyone that we ever talk about. And they're not actually even that well known. Okay. But have you heard or seen going around Instagram the armpit sniffing scandal? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> so proper red carpet it was at the venice film festival and it was like i said two actors that aren't really on my radar but i know their faces and you would know their faces if you yeah. saw it I, I need to send Who you the video they? hang on hold i'm going to send you the video we can okay, cut the timer this takes out but you need to see it <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> talk amongst yourselves everyone <laughs> la, la
0: la la talk amongst uh, yourselves <laughs>
1: it or, makes me, well, when you
0: say that it makes me want to sniff my armpit
1: while oh, you're no, waiting, you no, could no. while you're waiting you can maybe <laughs> look it up. <laughs> yeah, look it up. Okay. Alright, I've just sent it to you on Instagram. Oh okay. Okay,
0: hang on. I see the notification. I'm coming, I'm coming. Um, okay. Oh yes. Hang on. I just it's- thought he was like loving her. No, he's sniffing.
1: Well, this is the thing, right? So when I first watched it, I was like, oh, my God, look at the way he looks at her. Like, he's in love yeah, like that. But guess that's what? That's
0: like, I want to eat you. Yeah. yeah,
1: which would be really cute in the bedroom, not in front of 100 paparazzi, yeah, let's not. be real. However, mm. they are not a couple. They are both married to other people. <laughs> this is where the scandal comes into it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so they're basically, she's come out and tried to explain it and said, that they've known each other since college. So they've known each other for like 12 or 15 years Mm. or something like that. Well before they were both married and that Mm. they're just really, really good friends. And that he does weird things to make her laugh. (laughs) Mm. So do you think that that was a weird thing to make her laugh or was there something bizarre happening? (laughs)
0: That to me looks like more than, like, I, I like to think about, I, I have, like, good male friends. So one of my best friends is is a straight Yeah. Male. And we don't have, like, you know, we don't have a history of anything. But people always used to make up rumours, right, that there was oh, something going definitely.
1: on with us. Definitely. But
0: <laughs> I cannot imagine him doing that to me.
1: No, I can't imagine him public. doing that to you either. And, I no. mean, like you say, and you guys are very, very like, close.
0: Very close, but, like, I would be, like, what the f are you doing <laughs> I, like i just
1: i would be and then, really unhappy with that and, and like, you're <laughs> thinking about it in the context of like our lives where you'd probably just be yes, at like a gathering or a restaurant that's right? you've got a hundred paparazzi standing in front of you yeah. on this like venice <sighs> red carpet i would kill him if it was an actual yeah. joke but
0: and again- then. <laughs> Am I just too cynical? I'm thinking, like, was the whole thing staged with the partners? Because now
1: we're all talking about all people talking that we don't even that. know. Yeah. So for sure.
0: you know, this is my cynical, like, you know, well, wa- you know the what? whole wardrobe malfunction thing, right?
1: Leading into cynical and staged, benefa <laughs> Yeah. On that same red carpet, they made an appearance, which I know you've seen because she looks absolutely yes. stunning in that yes, white dress. I've seen that. Yes. But did you know that? Fun fact: it that mm. day marked the 18-year anniversary of the day they called off their Wendy, wedding, <laughs> first time round.
0: Oh. The day they
1: ended Benefactor 1.0 and now Benefactor 2.0, oh. uh, you know,
0: oh.
1: dropping it's jaws just, in Venice. <laughs> it's so
0: like you know the way that they're putting their relationship out to the world. It's like this drip feed, partial, you know, never really giving us everything that we want, but then like yeah. dropping little bits like, here's some photos. Here we are together. Oh, yeah. you know. And so I just yeah. feel it's just so manufactured in a mm. really like...
1: Oh, sophisticated, precise yes. way. Oh, So you, you PR doubt PR. yourself. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, you doubt your you doubt your doubts you're like well maybe they are just oh, in love but all but, those
0: photos but, on the boat and it's like really calm.
1: recreating on. all this those is, moments from okay. 20 years ago too yes. it's like yes. okay oh look
0: i'm here for it i'm, I'm really here for it
1: too for and it. she Farah, <laughs> she looked so good in that like and there yeah. are some photos of her from angles that are paparazzi photos and she still looks amazing so i'm like yes. Yeah, yeah,
0: jawline she... is so insanely oh. chiseled. There is no way that that is. Natural. She
1: doesn't have help. Yeah, that nah. is
0: like some hardcore filler or something.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's 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 probably. I mean, I'm gonna go as far as saying maybe it's been pulled back a little bit.
0: Yeah, in yeah. In a
1: really nice way.
0: Go have a look at a 45 <laughs> degree angle, like profile oh. of JLo. That jawline. Uh, Is probably the
1: the sharpest jawline I've seen. The sharpest jawline I've seen, but still, it hasn't entered into like looking masculine. So it's very, very good work.
0: I think she could pull it off. Yeah. Not everyone could pull it off.
1: No. Mm. No.
0: Mm.
1: Anyway, yeah. So. Okay. There you go. There you go.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's a bit of fun, and you know, armpit sniffing. Well. (laughs) Kind of leads us onto the body app, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) And guys, um, so we are going to talk about everything body rather than face. So skin, um, being our largest organ in the body, we need to look after. It's not just our face that we need to look after, and that goes for sunscreen as well, everybody. Um, So why don't you?
1: But I think the whole world of aesthetics. Sorry, I think the whole world of aesthetics is moving into the body as well like we're not stopping at the face anymore so
0: okay so that was pretty old school was it like just thinking about the face as the focus aesthetically and people were ignoring the body
1: yeah and i also guess that more and more similar to you know back in the day the only thing you could do for your face like this is before injectables Mm. You know, yes, collagen was around, but it was a bit, as we've spoken about in filler up, it wasn't so great. It wasn't yeah. doing so well. Um, and, you know, silicon and things like that. But, you know, people at back in the day were having facelifts 30, 40 years ago. Mm. And I think for a long time when you had an issue with your body, you would seek surgical help. But, mm. you know, and A, surgeries have changed a lot. Surgeries have become less taboo. Um, Brazilian butt lifts are performed, I think every three minutes somewhere in the world, like they are the number one surgical procedure for bodies and then uh, overtaking breast augmentation, I think, um, thanks to the Kardashians. And then, but what we're finding is that more and more people are investing, you know, not by by people, I mean, pharmaceutical companies and Mm. device companies are investing more and more research and time and money into Non-surgical options for the body, so I think yeah. it was—it's something that's really interesting, and it's something that's emerging, and I think it's going to sort of be huge in the next five to ten years. Um,
0: yeah, I can't wait to hear about it because there are so many new um, devices. And treatments that I'm not aware of because they've come along since I've yes. been in the industry and I know you have a fancy new device as well which I want to hear all about um, but I we guess do. Before, before we get yeah. to all that why don't you tell everyone where the idea for this episode came from and I guess something interesting that was on TV this week.
1: Mm. Yeah, So this week, if you didn't see it, um, Mirror Mirror, which was a show on Channel 10 and everyone's been talking about it. And so I thought this was a good week to have this discussion because we could sort of talk on the back of that because I watched the show. It was a two part series and it was very interesting Um, for those who didn't watch it. I'll, I'll just quickly fill you in. Um, but apparently nearly nearly a million people watched it, which is actually wow. huge because no one watches free to air anymore. So No, I know. This show's <laughs> actually broken, literally broken some records.
0: That's awesome. And my dermatologist was yes. on it, right? or the skin and Shreya. sass.
1: Or skin resident. and sass resident.
0: Dermatologist. We'll just call her that. Not that she's agreed to it, but that's fine. She'll be fine. Yeah, with she's
1: that. great. She's great. She's fine. And enough. I did have a chat to her about it, and I'm gonna talk Yay. to you about that bit in a second. But basically it's a documentary hosted by uh Tom Todd Sampson, I don't know if you know him. He's he was on like um, the project for a while. Yes, I personally him find him there. to be like super arrogant.
0: Yeah, I don't. Oh, love probably
1: him. like pompous comes to work to yes. mind. Like I really yes. not big on the guy. Yeah. But in his words, so this is how he describes his show. So the show explores the societal crisis of body image dissatisfaction and the, and this is the word that annoys me the most, mm-hmm. the manipulative trillion dollar industries that profit from it. Right. So don't get me wrong. I absolutely think that the discussion behind the idea for this um, documentary is extremely necessary. And I 100% believe that social media is, is leading to an unhealthy obsession with self image. And then for some people that unhealthy obsession is turning into a disorder, or mm. you know, it, it's leading to darker things for sure. But I do think it's also it's equally as unhealthy to talk about this topic in such a a negative, you know you know branding the entire industry as evil and manipulative and
0: yeah, well it goes against everything that we try to talk about when we talk about you know people feeling empowered to make like informed yes. decisions and not judging people for the decisions that they make about their face and their body like it just exactly. goes exactly so what is he saying that yeah so i mean look some something l- that's not medical related then it's evil
1: it was all presented in such an extreme. So, for example, when they were talking about injectables, um, that chapter featured a girl who I'm not joking. Do you know You know the pillow face uh, yeah, filter on Instagram? Yeah. That is like actually that. what she looked like. Mm. Like, she would have had maybe six mils in her lips, probably oh, 30 mils in her entire face. Wow. She was frozen to death. Like, it was... Yeah crazy and it was it was that far crazy crazy extreme end of a scale and that's all he presented and by doing so I feel that then it 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 basically sends us back in time in terms of like oh okay well now this is taboo again and maybe we shouldn't be going and seeking so I'm not saying don't show that girl I'm saying but also show someone who maybe looks like you or I who does have a face with filler in it and and yeah. does have regular anti-wrinkle injections and lasers and all the I all the things <laughs> but we still look normal right yeah. like yeah. or you know take someone like Cindy Crawford or you know yeah. all these Beautiful, But that doesn't make for
0: interesting TV. Exactly.
1: But what pissed me off was the fact that the whole way through this documentary, he kept saying, you know, in my previous life as an advertising, blah, blah, blah. You know, I used to paint pictures of one-sided and the beauty industry, but now I want to reveal the ugly side of the industry. I'm like, actually, no, like you're still as a reporter who's now apparently ethical, you're still only showing one side of the argument. And it just Mm. drove me Mm -hmm. mental, which Brings up Dr. Andrick. so it was quite interesting. We had a quick chat because I was like, "Oh my God, I saw you did. You know, you looked beautiful, which she did, and her skin was glowing." And she always um, looks beautiful. <laughs> but there was, and don't don't get me wrong, this is my opinion because she didn't yeah. give away any of the secrets of the show. Um, but there was a there was a skincare section, and in this skincare section, he went in and he had um, you know those machines where you put they take a photo of your face and they work oh, out your. Yes your skin age versus yes. your biological age. They
0: look at like the pigment under Yeah, the
1: pigment and the redness skin, and the yes, the thickness yes. and the texture. So, he went and had that done and his skin age was the exact same as he was 50, came out at 51 or whatever. So, that was his actual biological age. So, he was happy with that. Then he went home and used a skincare product. Now, they blurred it out. However, I know <laughs> it was yes. Probably, I'm, I'm going to go, I'm 98% sure that it was a L'Oreal product yeah. Okay. and that it was that, like, maybe that laser one or that, that one that claims to give you... Oh,
0: gosh, they've got know. some crazy claims on some of their
1: products. Do you know that you've seen that <laughs> ad where, like, she yeah, apparently yeah. has laser on half her face yes. and the product on the, on the other, other half other and half. she looks better? I'm like, I'm like for, yeah. for God's sake. As if. So he went home and used that for a month and then came back and... <laughs> And then came back and they took another photo and apparently he had aged three years in four weeks by using that product. (laughs) At no point did they talk about active skincare or the differences between what you can buy at the chemist, the shit that he was basically using versus the stuff that you would buy from your dermatologist or your healthcare professional like myself. So again, one-sided, completely ridiculous. And then, yeah, so Shreya actually said, yeah, we did suggest that maybe he should do a split face comparison where he yeah. did use active active products on yes. one side and yes. then the L'Oreal or whatever crap he was side. using on the other side. Yeah. And he didn't want to do that because, as you just said, Yeah, that of course,
0: it doesn't make good TV. It doesn't I've make good TV. These, you know, I work in marketing comms and I've worked with these kind of like, you know, we did a show with Craig Rewcastle and, um, you know, the, the War on Waste show. And I had a similar combo with him because I was interviewed for the show around well strictly speaking this is how this process works and this is what's happening and he's like that's just too complicated yeah we, no one will understand that so we're just not going to include it and i'm like you're not really giving people much credit here." and that's it it's still only presenting one side of the story And it's presenting the person who is creating the series, their opinion, Opinion. rather than presenting like a body of evidence and saying, okay, you know, like, sure, you know, this is happening here, but this is also happening. Um, There's no balance to it at all.
1: Yeah. So just, um, you know, I guess the whole point when we decided that we wanted to create Skin and Sass, it was, A, was to provide education so that you didn't have to go to influencers yeah. or Instagram to try and find information. But B, it was about trying to break down that taboo that, you know, there's something wrong with you for wanting to look better or wanting to feel better about yourself. Mm. And I just feel like he's, you know, single-handedly, whoever wholeheartedly believed in whatever he was saying. Such will re- will have regressed, you know, yeah. regression in terms of the acceptability of some of the some of the options out there.
0: Yeah, and he's tarnishing, potentially tarnishing, active skincare with yeah. this the brush yeah. of this yeah. no no skincare works.
1: That's right, and um, particularly given that you're going to blow the product out. If you want to yeah. if you want to make a claim like that that no skincare works, you better show people what skincare you're using because that's Yeah. That's crazy, right?
0: Very sensationalist media. I don't very, even know. Very.
1: Very. So okay, very. so
0: so that was the first part was more about face, but they did have a sec, a chapter part just two, specifically yeah. on the body, right? So they looked at body image they had a male who'd had a BBL yes <laughs> full-on um I don't think we often talk about that in terms no. of considering procedures so that's kind of interesting in yeah. itself
1: yeah yeah I thought it was actually really cool and that was one so on one hand I thought it was great that they showed that because mm. any man who is watching it who had considered something or was feeling uncomfortable with a part of their body could at least be like oh okay well it, other men do it um yeah. they actually interviewed um dr ajaka cause Obviously, because that's you know everyone's favorite oh, place for, dr. for body ajaka. work yes and he was saying yeah that that he sees a huge huge percentage of men now it's growing mm. more and more um they so do it's not i see just...
0: tons on his social media particularly like yeah. lipo and the lipo, where they kind yes. of Remove create the fat the abs. around the muscle to yeah create the def- definition of abs. I will have that, please. Thank you. Yeah,
1: lipo lipo yeah. sculpting. So yeah, it's
0: so
1: cool. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you want to suck it all out and reveal some abs, go for it.
0: Go for it. I mean, you know, like you're being optimistic that there are abs under there, but maybe. <laughs>
1: technically what? speaking what are the there were some abs how the big trine? they are is the question <laughs> <laughs> they're like paper thin yeah. <laughs> something's holding my
0: back up <laughs> yeah.
1: so um so yes yeah, so in this guy's words he asked for a soccer player's ass <laughs> which, <laughs> <laughs> so he didn't want you know like a kardashian butt he wanted to look no. like he exercised nice. or played soccer when he didn't which i thought was great nice. um and so this is, I guess, again, then showing the extreme. So this was quite a, a positive story. I thought this mm. guy seemed pretty level-headed. It was a decision that was well thought out. He didn't seem to have body issues other than the fact that he was unhappy with the shape of his bum and wanted to change it, which why mm. can you not do that, right? Um, but then almost immediately after that chapter, it moved, it moved into a discussion around body dysmorphia with men. So it's almost like without saying that that man had body dysmorphia and that's why he wanted to go and have his bum done, they yep. said it just by yes. the way that the program flowed. They, Im-
0: they implied it.
1: They implied it. Mm. And, you know, I thought it was pretty unfair in the way that it was presented. Yeah. And, you know, unfairly they, they drew that line without deliberately drawing that line. Mm. However, in saying that, you know, body dysmorphia is obviously a, a, a huge issue that our society is facing, Um, countless studies have shown that it's increasing rapidly amongst young people in particular. So the ones who are on Instagram all day, every day. Yeah. Um, They actually say that it's around one in 50 people. However, Um, They really can't get those statistics very well because those who have body dysmorphia don't say they have body dysmorphia (laughs) because they have body dysmorphia and they don't realize they have a problem, right? And
0: I think, yeah, until the person, I mean, like from what I can see on social media, people who've come out of the other side of these types of body dysmorphic issues and disorders only know, only identify it in retrospect once they're out of the other side of it. So you know, people who, um, yeah. you know, really yeah. severely cal- calorie restricted and therefore had a lot of health issues and so were kind of forced to do something different to you know like because maybe like i saw a girl recently in the pole industry who like came out and acknowledged all these um body dysmorphic issues that she had and the fact that she was like on a massive calorie deficit and doing heaps of cardio and the only reason was because she stopped getting her period she became a from having such a low um calorie intake yes and um i i don't know what's let but yeah she said it's really hard for her to not be in that stage but it was only yeah. when she started losing her periods and like her doctor was like you need to eat more yeah. and exercise yeah. less that she acknowledged that it was from body dysmorphia and an eating disorder
1: yeah so, and you yeah. know body dysmorphia and and whatever else goes along with body dysmorphia. I mean they spoke about um like muscle dysmorphia even, so men who are just trying to get muscle, more and more musclier, but still see themselves as, you know, a mm. pin. They don't they don't see muscles um or they see the fact that they've got an eight pack but not a 10 pack, you know, like crazy. Yeah. What we would consider crazy, but you know, it's it's an interesting one, but what I guess not upset me, but you know, the interesting fact of this of the body dysmorphia conversation and the way that it was placed within this show is that once again, they still didn't kind of say, you know, they showed these bodybuilders who were taking steroids. And again, the very extreme side of wanting to make your body look a certain way. But you know, it's like anything, you know, you've got to be able to find that balance a glass of wine at a nice dinner with your husband is not a bad thing. Yeah. If you're having it because, you know, you've got a problem with alcoholism, it can ruin your yes. life or ruin, yes. you know, destroy families. Yes. It's, so I they're only felt...
0: showing the extreme because mm. that serves their narrative and Correct. that makes good TV. Yeah, and it doesn't help the industry. It doesn't help anyone that's watching that, that feels like they might want to go get a tweakment yes. or some kind of treatment. And now they're made to feel like they've done something shameful. Exactly. That they, they have a problem. Like,
1: yeah. Yeah. just yeah.
0: because I go and get Botox doesn't make me body dysmorphic. <laughs> Let's be clear. Exactly. Exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly. And, you know, of course so. I have some patients that are and you, you, yeah. I work with them and I and yeah, I, I try and keep them Logical. I'm like, well, look, remember that this line's there because you have to smile and that's how your face <laughs> works. And, you know, if your skin didn't fold in that section, you wouldn't be able to smile. You know, we have these conversations, but it's with a small percentage of clients and the rest of them just want to feel and look a little bit better about themselves. Yes. And, you know, so I, that's why I kind of wanted to, A, get that out on the table and mm. B, go, you know what, let's talk about bodies. Let's talk about the things you can do from a non-surgical perspective as, as you know, technology advances yeah. Um, so that we can bring it back to a really positive conversation, I guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I like that. Well, look on the along the lines of positive conversations. Yes. this Sin And sass, and we're all about giving you guys, our listeners all the balanced information, so you can make your own decisions. Um, But I guess when it comes to the body, there's a couple of different things. Uh, Putting surgery to the side, we're probably talking about non-surgical treatments here, or non-invasive treatments. Um, So putting surgery to the side, um, I think there's probably like two things that we could talk about on this episode. One is active skincare for the body, which is Mm -hmm. why I'm excited to talk about KGA body. But then the other is maybe like in clinic treatments, particularly devices. And I mm-hmm. want to talk about your new device as well. Yes, so let's maybe, talk about um, my new
1: device. <laughs> so
0: let's leave that second. Let's firstly talk about active skincare because yes. skin is skin, right? Whether it's skin on the face or the body, but it's got slightly different needs, yes?
1: Well, yes. Yeah, so the skin on the body is thicker essentially. Mm-hmm. And the skin on the body sees more sunlight than the face too. So yeah. it tends to, because it's thicker, um, it, it doesn't show the signs of aging the same way of the, as the face does initially, right. but eventually yeah. it absolutely does. So it starts to thin. You'll get the pigment, you'll get um, even fine lines and wrinkles in the spots that fold yeah. more often. Like, you know, to so tops
0: of your knees. You know, I'm tops trying to of think about knees. things that people. <laughs> yeah, but there are areas that show aging like quicker than others, and I feel yeah. like there's a couple of areas like the Mm decolletage um so in between your boobs there and your chest and then also like tops of your knees you you start to see the skin sort of creasing and wrinkling it's not as juicy and plump as it used to be i think they're kind of and hands as well (laughs) telltale signs yeah Hmm.
1: so you know obviously we've discussed a lot on this show kj body Um, and KJ body was a really simple three-step regime that has your glycolic acid, your retinol and your hyaluronic acid with vitamin C, you know, the, the key players in, in, I guess, active, um, ingredients to try and provide a product for the body that will help people anti-age and feel better in their body. Um, but in a size that's suitable for a body so that you're not trying to use the tiny little things that you get for your face all over your over your body, you know. If yeah. You'd be spending a hundred dollars a week if you tried to do that. So that would be that's unachievable for anybody. Yeah. But then outside of KGA Body, there are there are some things that we can do for our hands and our neck. Um, so Re- Revi- within the Revision skincare line, they actually have a couple of really cool products. So Nectar Firm um, yeah, is I've
0: seen them hands that. down
1: one of the coolest coolest products. Mm-hmm. If you are struggling with how your neck looks and you are thinking about buying a neck Um, product there are a few on the market and even within the revision range they've got the normal nectar firm and the advanced I would say go straight to the advanced because it is just so good it will take away the redness it does decrease the lines It helps with the pigmentation. In fact, the pigmentation is probably the first thing that you'll notice going on your neck. Mm -hmm. But it's a very, very good product for your neck and you can take it down onto your decolletage as well. So it helps with those lines, you know, the cleavage lines. And so do
0: you do that, what, like once a day or...?
1: So I recommend twice a day for two weeks and then once a day just to maintain those results. And you will see results results within two weeks if you're consistent with it. It's a very good product.
0: Oh, that's cool.
1: And then if anyone's interested um, for hands, there is a product called Lumaquin, which is not... A hand cream, so it's not about kind of nourishing and putting it on the palms of your hands. Yeah. It's for the tops of your hands, and it yes. is also for pigmentation. So it's a very good product to try and thicken the skin through there, help with the barrier defense, and and clean up the pigment on the. And top is of that your hands.
0: revision as well?
1: Yes, that's also revision.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then there's also obviously things like laser if people are concerned with pigment on the body or broken Definitely. capillaries on the body.
1: Definitely, lasers we're doing lasers one. on body all the time. I mean, I don't. Really, I would say 90% of our clients who have laser on their face take it down to their neck as well because it's okay. almost yep. why would you stop at the jawline? Yes. and then once we clean all that up they start to go oh what about my decolletage and we just kind of find ourselves moving the way down
0: yeah and (laughs) particularly this is australia like you know everyone even me with my fair skin never going in the sun has got pigment all over the tops of my arms yeah yeah
1: Yeah. and we do we do it on people's arms particularly brides who you know want to wear a strapless dress at their weddings they come and really get all that pigmentation cleaned up in the lead up to their wedding not that everyone, anyone's having weddings at the moment in this country, but <laughs> maybe next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, no. So there's definitely lots of skin treatments that we can do. Pretty much anything we do on your face, we can take down to the body. So that's
0: do keep awesome. it in mind. So are people getting like vampire facials and microneedling on all their all
1: across the decolletage in the hands? Nice. We've definitely done that. We also do that across the stomach for stretch marks and things like that. Ah, um, Post baby. Cool. particularly um, if you've had a caesarean and you've got the scar, so a lot yes. of um, PRP and vampires to fix ah, that.
0: interesting. So, you know, so cause people scars forget that there are one. options. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, yeah. I've got plenty of scars from having all my moles and melanomas removed, so I could be coming in and getting yes. some PRP.
1: Absolutely, you could, yeah.
0: Awesome. And so, right. um, so that was kind of looking at things like laser and um, active skincare. So what about... Um, your new device that you have in the clinic because it's not is it a skin device or it's not it's something else
1: it's actually two devices okay so there's two two entirely whole machines which is really really cool and so our whole new well the launch that we're having is um, KGA body contouring so it's about fat removal it's about muscle sculpting it's (gasps) about strengthening functionality it's Phenomenal. So, welcome me oh, up. Let me break it down. So, the first <laughs> <laughs> the first device is called the True um, True Body ID. So, it is a fat destruction. So, um, uses radio frequency to target subcutaneous fat cells and destroy them permanently.
0: Nice. Forever. Nice.
1: So essentially a heat-based lipolysis device. So lipolysis means death of cells, for those who don't know. Um, on average, about 24% destruction in the areas that we treat, but some people get up to 37% um, at the 12-week point. So for most people, it's a one-treatment-only session. Wow. And at okay. 12 weeks, you'll see full results. So it's, it's wow. pretty phenomenal. Um, the only other device similar to it in terms of, like, permanent fat destruction is yes. CoolSculpting. Yeah, how does
0: it compare to CoolSculpting then? Because CoolSculpting's been on the market for a long time. Anyone that's not aware, um, it's, it involves kind of sucking the fat up into almost like a little mini vacuum cleaner and then freezing yeah. the fat. And that, that that cold, the extreme cold, I guess, is supposed to, what, yeah. destroy the fat cells? Yeah,
1: so there's, a, there's a, a freezing point and a heating point at which fat cells die and mm. so with cool sculpting obviously they go to the freezing point and with mine they go to the heating point which is right, co- actually okay. quite comfortable it you literally fall asleep during the treatment it's mm-hmm. it's like having just a, a heat pack on your stomach it's lovely yes. um so it is superior to cool sculpting in a couple of ways not once if you if you've got the body type that actually sucks up into that handpiece with the cool sculpting because it needs the suction action yeah it will destroy fat. I'm not saying it doesn't work, but the difference between this is that um, it doesn't require suction. So mm-hmm. there's no limitations in terms of placement. You can literally put it anywhere that you've got a bit of fat yeah, other than okay. breast tissue because yes. it uses radio frequency. Um, so you don't require that suction action, which means it doesn't matter if you've got skin laxity because that was an issue with cool sculpting, because right, it would okay. be really, really painful because yeah. it would actually suck the skin up. And as well as some other radio frequency, like the vela shape and things like that, which also required a sucking motion. Mm. But the sucking motion and it was moving around the body. And so people yes. with um, a lot of skin laxity, particularly women who had kids and they had that sort of yes. stretched stomach area, it yes. was quite painful.
0: It's pretty so we intense. don't have that. Even like I remember having cool sculpting and yeah, when they suck the fat in, and I didn't have a huge amount of skin laxity, but it's really quite like painful until your skin goes numb. So the f- yeah. the cold yeah. makes your skin go numb and then you can't really yeah. feel it anymore, but it's a really intense feeling until your yeah. skin goes numb.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, it's not bad once it goes numb, but it is intense, isn't it? Yeah. And then the the other difference is obviously that with the cool sculpting, it only destroys the fat cells in that pocket of fat that has been sucked up into the machine. Yeah. And so you've I've seen over the years people who have had cool sculpting who end up with a very defined square on their body of fat removal and yeah. you can see it. I have it so, on my stomach. Yeah. and so, <laughs> Well, my husband has it too. And so you can see, you there's, you don't get the tapering. Whereas with these right. devices, because they sit on the surface, you get this wide area treated and then tapering to the areas that have less nice. fat anyway. So okay. it's a very smooth, very consistent fat loss, um, which is, it, it's just... Super cu- and it's 15 minutes versus, you know, remember you used to sit there. Yeah,
0: for, for an hour. You have to sit yeah. there for an hour for cool sculpting. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's pretty it's pretty cool. And there are no, to date, anywhere in the, in the world, there are no other heat-based devices that mm. actually destroy the cells. There are some others that reduce the size of the cells, but that means, you know, if you mm. eat food and don't exercise, they yeah. can come back, whereas this is permanent um, destruction. So once they're gone, they can't come back. So it's pretty cool. That's that's device number one.
0: Awesome. Okay, so there's a second do device wanna,
1: then. Do you want to hear about device number two?
0: Of course I do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Tell me. the reason I, so I got the two devices because I wanted to have a body contouring um, business. I wanted to be able to offer both because not everyone has pockets of fat and. The other thing was I don't want it to be just about, oh, you're going to look better. I want it to be about feeling better, feeling stronger. So yes. the second device is the Sculpt Flex. And so it uses Ooh. multidirectional electrical stimulation to target specific muscle groups. And again, anywhere on the body, arms, legs, calves, abs, you know, you name it. The only ones oh. you can't, again, you do is your pec, pec muscles because it's over the heart.
0: Okay. Vagina? So, <laughs> Um, no. You said the only one I couldn't do is Sorry.
1: the heart. Well, I hadn't gone there. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say well, you can't look, put it on your penis either. Sorry. <laughs>
0: well, look, I mean, you know, I wouldn't put anything past you. Ooh, la la, a vagina. True, laser are talking about probing me up the vaj- vajuts. I'm
1: thinking <laughs> technically it could work, though. I mean, if they created yeah. a handpiece that would fit. Oh, yeah. I'll tell them. Okay. I'll Just get on talk, to that. Okay, patent pending, guys, pending. <laughs> It's our idea too, by the way, whoever's no. trying to steal the idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clitoral uh, stimulation therapy. <laughs> it's medical, guys. It'd be pretty good, though. Um, yeah. So anyway, so because it ultimately strengthens the muscles in that area, so who there wouldn't want go. to do that? There you go. Here's something cool. So within a few weeks, you gain between thirty and fifty percent functional strength, because each session is the equivalent of fifty-four thousand crunches in a forty-five minute session. So it's pretty cool. And the pro the protocol is that we do six of them within a three-week period, and that's all you need to do. And then you just have one top up every three months. So it's in terms of. maintenance it's actually very easy Mm -hmm. and we just see you we see you twice a week for three weeks so it's pretty cool
0: i love the idea of this is like you say it's the strength and like functionality of the body rather than a purely aesthetic or looks and i'm thinking about like people who um you know do a sport and they may Mm -hmm. have like difficulty activating certain muscle groups so i know like everything like so aerial um so pole and lyra. you know there's a lot of like specific muscle activation in the upper body which if you're not used to doing it like if somebody says like activate your upper back and you're like uh, what are
1: you talking what,
0: about? What are you yeah. talking about? So it's actually, it actually can be quite difficult even if you're somebody who exercises regularly and religiously and particularly like mums after they've had kids it's difficult to find that same engagement with the core mm-hmm. even if so, if you're exercising and you're trying to build these muscles it can be really difficult. So oh like this I can see this as complementary to exercise rather than a substitute yes. exercise.
1: Oh, 100%. So, you know, yes, if you love to go to the gym and you look amazing and you just want to, like I said earlier, turn, turn your six-pack into an eight-pack, this <laughs> is the machine for you. This is 100% the machine for you. Yeah. But if you're, you know, someone in your 40s who's had a couple of kids and, you know, yeah. we all know your core strength has never, ever been the same, no matter how much you exercise, no matter how yes. many... Sit-ups you do, because, I mean, it's who has hard. the time to do 54,000 oh, crunches just, a day? No one. And even if
0: you do, sometimes it's just hard to activate those muscles. Like, this is the struggle that I'm on at the moment is, like, I'm having to relearn how to use my body because there are certain muscles like my core, which I haven't used for so long that my body's kind of forgotten how to engage them. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, so it's about muscle stabilization, basically. Yeah. So then, you know, it, it branches off into people with lower back pain um, yeah. are able to be benefited by this machine. Um, people recovering from injury. So, you know, I will be working very closely with the physiotherapists in town because sometimes when people are at that very baseline of their therapy, like you say, they can't engage certain of, uh, yeah. certain muscles. Sorry. So if we can enable them to strengthen some of those muscles and then they can go on and continue with their physiotherapy you know it's going to be to the benefit of the patient so like i love there is an aesthetic component and there absolutely is an aesthetic component but for me i feel like that's just an added benefit and a bonus that comes with the core strength and the functionality and the and the the sort of um feeling stronger feeling better about yourself
0: yeah which is really cool I cannot wait to hear all about the results, and um, I know that you're doing some trialing at the moment on your oldest son, on your 19-year-old.
1: Eldest, my husband, me, all the girls in the clinic. Um, Actually, hold a second, just while we're on the phone, Mm -hmm. only so people can hear your... uh, So you see full results at eight weeks, and so we're only four weeks in, but this is my husband's results at the four-week mark. Have a look, I just sent them to you.
0: Oh, okay, okay, hang on. I want your
1: reaction on audio.
0: Oh, my God, what? Oh, my God. Wow, that is yeah. a massive difference, guys. Huge, <laughs> I can't Huge. even, like, so the side profile and looking at the belly, it looks like there's such a massive difference that it's almost like, where? wow, and how many treatments has he had to get this result after four so weeks? So
1: six which is the standard protocol. We're not, we're not yeah. doing anything outside of what we're supposed to do wow. for a patient. And if you have a look, you can actually start to see his muscles are starting to form.
0: Yes. It's quite interesting. It
1: and just see the pocket so of fat much. is, Yes. I mean, I'm sure that he's lower... in a lot I'm talking about this.
0: <laughs> well, you know what? He looks great. So he'll just have to, you know, to survive with us talking about him. But yeah, yeah it's that good though, lower right? abdominal fat. And yeah, you can start to see like definition, muscle definition yeah. in the, um, along the And we're only, so we're that's only four weeks in. So
1: it's pretty, wow. and the and for me personally, I feel so much stronger through my core. Yay. It's, it's quite phenomenal. Cause I have not felt like that ever. I've never had a strong core since okay. since I had well. two 10 pound babies. So yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs>
0: Wow. Well, I tell you what, if you're listening and you're in Tamworth right now, get excited. Um, yes. If you're listening and you're not in Tamworth, is there anything else like this on the market, like this um, Flex
1: machine? Well, look, fortunately, if you're not in Tamworth, other people will have the Flex. But I there okay. will talk about one, I guess, its main competitor. So there is another machine uh, device called the Sculpt. So it's very similar in that it stimulates muscles. It has FDA approval. Um, and it does have some great clinical data to back up its claims. However, it's an older device and the technology just isn't as good as the flex because Mm. the flex is newer. So in terms of numbers, just so you kind of can wrap your head around it. I've just mentioned before that, um, the true sculpt, the one that I have is roughly 54,000 repetitions. The M sculpt in the same amount of time is 20,000. So it's less repetitions just because it's slightly different technology and then the other thing about the M Sculpt versus the True Sculpt is that True Sculpt is direct muscle stimulation, meaning that it only impacts the the muscles that you're targeting. Mm-hmm. Versus the M Sculpt has no um, focal point, and so it it it's can kind only of just
0: doing that area. It's going of... that
1: whole, you know. Yeah. So it could be going into things that aren't muscle, basically. Oh, okay. Um, which isn't it, which isn't an issue, but it just means that's why it's not like that direct sort specific. of stimulation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then one other thing is that it can only um, go in stimulate the muscle in one direction. So you're doing the exact same exercise for the whole treatment session, mm. versus the um, True Sculpt. We do a series of different. So you can be doing crunches, you can be doing side bends, you can be doing. You oh, know, okay. All so different... you can
0: be targeting like obliques and things. Well. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, the obliques is is amazing. That's where I can feel it the most because I really feel yeah. like I never work my obliques. So it's quite it's quite cool. Yeah. So you know. If you're not in Tamworth and you want to seek out something like this, you know the True True Sculpt is the one to look for. But if you don't have a True Sculpt in your area, the M Sculpt is still pretty good. It's just that you know we now have technology advances the, every couple of years. Really. So
0: what kind of so aesthetic clinics where are these where the machines? Yes. people will find the machines. Yes. Yeah, Okay. Yep. And aesthetic what's clinics. the brand? Some
1: surgeries have them now. Yep.
0: And so, so
1: it's a Q, it's a Qterra. They're Q-terra. both Qterra devices. Yeah. Okay. No. I do know that there are a lot in Sydney, though. There, yeah. there are okay. quite a few clinics cool. now that have them. There are some on the Central yeah. Coast. Um, and then, of course, there's me. Yeah, <laughs> well,
0: when, as soon as they open Sydney back up, i would
1: be there. <laughs> yes, you will be. You'll just have to come for three weeks now.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean,
1: completely.
0: <laughs> Screw my family. See you guys. So, well, thank you. That was so interesting, and I absolutely yeah. can't wait to see the results at eight weeks for your husband because I that know. looks incredible after four weeks.
1: Oh, and you know, my staff too—they're looking so good. Like they're oh. just getting these. They're Those bitches don't in- need ripped. to look
0: any better. They're also I know. Young Tell me about ready. it. Tell me about <laughs> it. <laughs> okay. So before we get to our sassy minute, um, just to give you guys an update, we're approaching school holidays. Um, mm-hmm. We usually take a couple of weeks off. but We usually take off the school holidays. So this is going to be our final ep before, just for a few weeks, while we have a bit of a break. It's Kelly's birthday.
1: Yes. This
0: yes. Week, whoop, whoop. This week when you're listening. So drop her a note, say happy birthday. <laughs> um but yeah, we'll be back um after school We'll put all the dates up in terms of when our next episode back is, up on our socials. Um but yeah, just enjoy your break and um catch
1: up on episodes back. if you're Definitely if
0: you're missing
1: out on some. Yes. School and
0: holidays. Go for some long walks and catch up on the Fs.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll be back. We'll be back first yes. or second week of October. Second week of October, yeah. I think, is when the school holidays are all yes. done and
0: dusted. Yeah, second week of October.
1: Beautiful. All right, sassy minute. <laughs>
0: So, I said to to George literally like a couple of hours ago, I'm going to do another real or fake because it was so fun when we did this last time. For anyone that didn't hear, I can't remember when it was. It was earlier in the season. Yeah, I think it was the first episode back of
1: this season.
0: Yeah. So, I said to Kelly, okay, I'm going to pick some really insane products um, that are actually real products, but I'm also going to make up some crazy products and you have to decide which one is real and which one's fake. Yeah. So, we're going something similar but it's going to be focused on products for the body in line with the theme of the episode the body app so i've got three products for you george here Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um some of them are real and some of them are fake and you have to tell me at the end like you know which ones Mm -hmm. you think are fake
1: which one's fake How, how many are fake sorry how many is real
0: well, should I tell you that or should I just let you decide if it's real or fake?
1: Oh, okay. Well, how many products do we have all up?
0: Three Three products. <laughs> okay. Within all the right. three products, there are some real ones and some fake ones.
1: Okay, okay, okay.
0: okay. Here we go. First product, you ready? <laughs> yeah. Is the Truly a sigh Your Boobies Lifting Boob <laughs> Polish. <laughs> oh,
1: Jesus. So, goodness. you
0: know a you know the stuff that comes in the wellness? Who knew? Yeah. You could use you could use it on your body hey but this is a gentle Not polish. Me. <laughs> there you go it contains sea salt it's a gentle polish with sea salt vitamin a and retinol to firm improve and slim down your boobie area i don't know what they so, say so they down. saying
1: that they're they're washing it off they're washing yeah, they're putting... yeah
0: it's like a polish it's like a scrub so okay that's an got...
1: unusual place to put retinol
0: Yeah, so on your boobs. And, um, you know, the interesting thing about it is that it's 28 US dollars for this tub. And Uh it says that it has become famous because it's been trending on TikTok, like all good high quality products. Uh Uh
1: Um,
0: And apparently, new mums love it
1: around the breasts. Oh, God.
0: So you're putting. But it's got retinol in it.
1: (laughs) Um, I hope they're not breastfeeding, (laughs) these new mums.
0: I don't know. You have to contact the truly a your boobies people. (laughs) So that's product number one. Okay. (laughs) Product number two is the Snail Goo Bio Glitter Sunscreen Gel.
1: Oh, Jesus Christ.
0: (laughs) So it it is a, um, so the tagline is shine responsibly because it's a 30 plus sunscreen for the body. Cute. (laughs) Which is cute. Um, and it has the highest concentration of snail mucin on the planet. Um, and the snail mucin, you'll be happy to know, is organic, it's ethically harvested, cruelty-free. Oh,
1: good. Snails, so... snails
0: are free range snails, so they're free to just like move around. And you know, they they harvest the well, goo I'm all for free, free,
1: free range with
0: free range. Um, and it's got like a biodegradable glitter, so it's environmentally glitter. So it's a sunscreen gel with snail goo to improve the tone and texture of the body. Um, but also, it's a bit of fun because it's got the glitter in it as well. So there you go. And that's but it's a bit pricey. It's 52 US dollars for um, six fluid ounces. So what's what's the SPF? Only 30. 30 SPF.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: So. That's, right. product, that's product number two. that <laughs> Snail Goo Bio Glitter Sunscreen Gel.
1: You can tell she's from mar- you can tell she's from marketing because I know one of those is fake and they're both pretty believable.
0: <laughs> number two uh, number three, so our final product is the Mega Babe Latouche Clarifying Butt Mask. So um, it is specifically designed. It's got glycolic acid, salicylic acid. Well, actually, it's got willow bark extract, which is apparently a natural form of salicylic acid. Oh, um, it's got go. eucalyptus oil, which has antibacterial properties. Um, for your butney. So it's specifically designed to target butney. Um, <laughs> and yes, at twenty-two U.S. Did you just invent dollars, that
1: word the other day?
0: Well, Apparently not. Because no, crackney. The,
1: you you invented yeah, actually. <laughs> is so much nicer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Buttony is nicer than crackney. But it's yeah, so at 22 US dollars a tub, this is a steal. Um so a yeah, steal. get yourself Get yourself onto the Mega Babe Latouche Clarifying Butt Mask.
1: <laughs> wow. So,
0: um, so, we've got the um, the booby lifting polish with retinol, the glittery snail goose sunscreen, and the Latouche butt mask for your buttney. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> which one's real and which one's fake?
1: First of all, before I pick, I have to tell everyone that when we were talking about this earlier, Andy was saying that she, the, the goal was to, to invent the craziest, most stupid product and then she would Google it and it existed. <laughs>
0: Which,
1: it's true. Everything how I hilarious.
0: invented. So the last um, time we did this, I invented, and I'm like, I'm not kidding you. I, I really, this came from my brain. I did not Google it. <laughs> um, the nipple tint, right? So to yes. make your nipple like she a tint. Yeah, the,
1: the mocha.
0: Yeah, the, the gentle
1: <laughs> mocker and cute cherry.
0: <laughs> anyway, I was Googling today like weirdest body product trends. And what comes up but a bloody nipple tint. I reckon they've heard our podcast, Uh, Kelly.
1: Got straight on it.
0: Got straight on it. (laughs) And they've come up with the Pinky Queen, which is...
1: When was it launched? (laughs) I don't know. It's, It's January.
0: I mean, I feel like they've got a product for everything. But it says on it, it's really hilarious. So it's a cream blush for your nipples, but it has a faint fragrance of roses.
1: So maybe that's Ew. what I was missing.
0: Maybe that's what I was missing from ah, my product. Ah, the scent. Like the scent.
1: So the mocha can <laughs> smell like chocolate. Or
0: chocolate, yeah. <laughs> so oh, I feel God. like the fact that I cannot invent a ridiculous enough product for it not already doesn't already, already exist. To exist.
1: That yeah. is so crazy. <laughs> okay, all right. I think that the SPF is the made up one.
0: Why do you think that?
1: <sighs> I think that because it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, you said you said one thing at the start that made me think maybe. Okay. Am I right? Or am I wrong?
0: So, okay. So I'll tell you this. You are right, Yeah. but this product is the amalgamation of two real products.
1: Okay, right. So, <laughs> so I there's a sunscreen with glitter and there's a, sunscreen. there's a sunscreen with
0: glitter and then there's no sunscreen with snail goo. I just put snail goo in because I like the idea of snail goo. <laughs> so I've invented the pro- <laughs> So there is a product on the market called the Unicorn Snot Bio Glitter Sunscreen.
1: Oh. For the love of God. That is
0: the real product, is the unicorn s- snot. Which and basically makes brand. you think of snail
1: goo, right? Yeah, 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 so. which made
0: me think of snail goo. So I thought, well, yeah. the only way you can make sparkly unicorn snot better is by adding snail goo. Um, and then the, <laughs> the description of the snail goo is the exact description from, yes. like, iHerb of, like the snail goo the korean like snail goo that yeah. you put on your face and your body yeah but just the fact that ethically harvested cruelty free and then at the yeah. description the snails can roam free yeah like they would in nature when like, you got into
1: what? the mucan the mukin part i did start to doubt my thought myself <laughs> <laughs> but there was i can't remember the line but there was one line you said right at the start of the description i was like no that sounds like uh, andy damn. <laughs> damn it.
0: So yeah, so anyway, so she's not shocked by anything anymore because the,
1: you know, truly the, the yes. boobies
0: <laughs> mask, the boobie scrub, the the booby scrub. Is yeah, that so though? let's
1: drill down on that. So for new mums, love it, but it's got retinol in it. But also, yes. it's a retinol that you just wash off. It, that's yes. not how retinol works. It's supposed to be there to help your cells regenerate overnight. I know. So that's so completely it's... useless. <laughs> Which is probably why it's okay to use because you're just washing it off. It's not being absorbed yeah. into your it's body. It's like I don't
0: know, I don't, oh, don't worry. Just wash it off straight away.
1: That's so weird.
0: So don't weird. do that
1: if you're a new mum. It's not. No, no. It, it's not going to lift your boobs either. By the way. Yeah. Nothing will mu- lift your boobs no. after you've <laughs> had a baby. Maybe a bra. Other than surgery. Yeah. Oh gosh.
0: Oh, I love that. Well, thanks for the body app, Kel. Yeah,
1: good body app, guys. Let's.
0: I'm. <laughs> I'm gonna go and slather my body with KGO body.
1: Yeah, and I'm going to go out um, to lunch because I'm allowed to. Oh, what? I hate yeah. you.
0: <laughs> I mean, have fun.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> all right. It's fine. I don't mind. <laughs> all right, well, love your oh, face. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye.